0: Welcome back to episode 32 of Sequel Pitch, the podcast where four film enthusiast friends review movies that don't have sequels and have a contest to see who the host thinks has the best idea for one. My name is Drew Toynbee, as always it's my pleasure to be back hosting this week, and joining me once again today to discuss the movie and Pitch Me Their sequels are the hero battling to make sense in all of this chaos, Andy Henry. I am the one. Hello. The sweet, naive kid who just might pull through and save the day, Matt Rushton.
1: Is it the red pill or the blue pill?
0: <laughs> and um, the ever-present, all-consuming evil force that is trying to take over the world by assimilating it into his horrifying, grinning form, <laughs> Ross Harmston.
2: Mr. Toynbee, you look surprised to see me. That is very Hello. good. Very the most very accurate good. description
0: we've ever had. <laughs> yeah so this episode we're getting properly into the christmas period in the most appropriate way by watching a movie about a small band of humanity holding out against an ever encroaching force coming to destroy their very existence nothing screams christmas
3: like that does it
0: yeah it's it's basically how i feel trying desperately to avoid christmas music in november (laughs) yeah to be ever so slightly clearer, we have watched The Matrix Revolutions, and frankly, we've all watched The Matrix and The Matrix Reloaded beforehand as well, uh, directed by the Wachowski sisters, Lillian Lana, and starring the internet's favourite human being, <laughs> Keanu Reeves, uh, alongside carrie Ann Moss, Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving, among others. Um, so as always, before we get to our review section, just in case any listeners haven't seen the movie, we do a pretty quick but not sixty-second summary of the movie, so that you know what we're talking about when we do the sequels. But this film, you have to do the second film and this one, and <laughs> you really have to do the first one and the second one and this one. Take a so I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm gonna do the trilogy summary. I'm I've made it as quick as I can, but you want to get the important details. And there's a lot of them. So, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, I'm going to start that now. So, the first movie, The Matrix, 1999. Keanu Reeves plays Thomas Anderson, or as he prefers to be known, Neo. He is a hacker who discovers by taking a red pill offered by very cool leather daddy Morpheus and his very hot friend Trinity. That human beings live inside a computer program that they are kept in so that the machines in the future can harvest their energy like batteries. Neo is in fact the One, a prophesied being who, once freed, can control the Matrix. Neo trains, but is unsure that he's the One, but through his love for Trinity and self-sacrifice for Morpheus, he overcomes his nemesis, the computer program Agent Smith and takes on the mantle of The One, gaining a bunch of superpowers. It's very cool. Also, the heroes murder a bunch of innocent human beings, and the movie justifies that. Yeah, but that. they say that <laughs> they're,
3: they're the enemies in The Matrix. They get away with that. No, no, they you say, know, this isn't they, like Batman they, say they can. Not a
0: security guard no, in just a fucking <laughs> well, yeah, building. Exactly. They say they just, just, no, no. Any, with... anyone, anyone could become an agent, so you better shoot yeah, yeah. them. And they fucking do get it rid in them such all. a cool way that <laughs> yeah. we don't mind. Um, so the second movie The Matrix Reloaded released in 2003 is set six months after the events of The Matrix Neo has been freeing more and more people he's in a relationship with Trinity Neo can fly and do amazing superhuman things but he's still not invincible Uh, the humans discovered that the machines are mounting an assault on the last human city Zion and they will be there in 72 hours one of the final ships that remains within broadcast range of the Matrix encounters a new incarnation of Agent Smith, who was exploded at the end of the last film. He takes over the digital projection of crew member Bane, which seems to take over his physical body as well. Ooh um neo discovers that he needs to find a program uh, a person who is a program in the matrix called the Keymaker, who can get him access to the source of the matrix using keys to open back doors because coding lol um neo and crew work together with two other crews to destroy two power stations at the exact same moment neo opens a door or a bomb will go off unless they do that one of the crews fails and trinity goes in instead Um, But she gets chased by an agent and gets shot whilst Neo is having a meeting with the Architect, a white bearded man who is actually the program who designed the Matrix. What he finds out is that there have been five versions of the Matrix before this one. The Architect confirms that humanity as a collective can only exist in the Matrix for so long before the system has to be reset or it will crash, killing all of the humans and therefore all of the machines neo as the one was designed to come here to meet the architect and hand pick uh i think 24 23 23 23, 23 16 women and seven males there we go little little creepy but that's (laughs) fine um and he's meant to go there take those people out of the matrix and restart zion And the cycle will start again. So it turns out Neo being the one is just another level of control within the system. But Neo decides not to reset the simulation. He goes back to save Trinity, which could doom all life on the planet, machine and human. He succeeds in saving Trinity, but then their ship is destroyed in the real world. Um, But Neo then finds that he can control and feel machines in the real world. And he destroys the attacking machines with his mind. He goes into a coma and is laid on a table next to the survivor of another destroyed ship, the Agent Smith-possessed body of
3: Bane. Dun-dun-dun. Uh,
0: okay right here we go how how far we're we're six and a half minutes in the <laughs> podcast already that's great um movie three <laughs> the matrix revolutions 2003 neo finds that his mind is connected to the matrix in his coma and he's been trapped in a train station there he meets two programs who have fallen in love and programmed themselves a daughter sati their daughter has no purpose and so the machines that run the machine world would destroy her so they are hiding her um Within the Matrix, Trinity and Morpheus manage to free Neo, and we see that Agent Smith has begun to take over more and more and more programs in the Matrix, like taking over the people who are the physical representations of programs and the human beings who just are milling about like the batteries that they are. Um, he takes over the Oracle who's been helping our heroes through the films and gains her power to see the future. Um, the film now follows three storylines all the way through to the ending. Morpheus and his ex-girlfriend are flying their ship, the Hammer, back to Zion so that they can use the ship's onboard EMP weapon to explode it in the, the big dock where the machines are entering and try and save them. The humans in Zion are having a big battle trying to hold the Sentinels back. And Neo and Trinity take a little ship and fly to the Machine City so that Neo can make a deal with the machines as he knows that Smith is going to destroy the Matrix and he can stop it their ship crashes trinity dies and neo makes his deal the machines put him back in and he fights smith who has taken over literally every other being in the entire simulation neo cannot beat him and allows himself to be taken over by smith but then the machines destroy neo's physical body and for some reason that destroys all of the agent smith's
3: wi-fi is connected as
0: He is connected through Wi-Fi, but that's outside of the Matrix, not in the... But anyway, yeah, we'll cover that in a minute. Um, And so Neo has come good on his bargain. The machines leave Zion alone. The Oracle reveals that Neo's deal means that humans on a subconscious level will be given the choice to stay in the Matrix or to be free. Um, And that's all humans. And that the machines and humans will stop fighting, and there's a beautiful sunset, and it's the end of the film, and my dog is scratching my leg because she wants attention, and now we can begin our
2: review discussion so <laughs> let's go <laughs> who wants to oh, yeah. who wants to get stuck in i re these i really liked them i i when i first watched them back in the day i had them all on dvd i quoted every bloody <laughs> mr uh, smith's <laughs> like lines all the time there were so many of them
0: i i would i would like to have it on record that i think it's your best impression <laughs> you're, you're good. You're good at thanks. lots of impressions, but
2: it's it is really uncanny. Um, thanks, mate. I and then rewatching them weirdly, like I really enjoyed them and I really like went deep with it. I don't, know, I don't know why. Like usually I'd just be like, nah, no, nah, this is all still weird. But I like properly got into it and I was like, wow, that's such deep. This is so deep, like especially well in the second one, especially. Obviously, the first one they kind of they just created a uh, a story about a computer program that uses people as batteries uh, with some cool fight scenes. And then I think they wanted to, in the second one and third, they obviously wanted to franchise it and make it a more in-depth story with lots of fucking random shit in it and um, loads of, like, philosophical stuff and, you know, lots of confusing dialogue back then. Like, the especially... This is a weird one, uh, sequel picture people, um, is kind of, we're going to have to kind of talk about all of them, I think, like, yeah. not specifically just revolutions, but yeah, like, you know, the whole philosophical debate that he has with the um, architect, whereas, when that, originally, when I w- saw that in the cinema, I was just so confused. Yeah, um, oh, absolutely, yeah and i still
1: i'm c- confused <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. about? nothing's changed i still, still
2: was so confused kind of confused because but i sort of followed it i was like okay okay so there's there's five neos that have failed before or have picked uh, picked to go back into the match or like to pick 16 people uh to 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 repopulate Which is weird, because I'm like, also, why is there more males than there are? No, there was more...
3: 16 females, 7 males.
2: Yeah, so uh, that's weird. But yeah... um, Birds and the bees, Ross. We don't need to go into that. I imagine, (laughs) like,
0: it it wouldn't surprise me to learn that that's been worked out to be, like, the the exact number of males and females that you would need to be able to have a diverse enough gene pool or something along those lines.
2: But, and and before i thought you know the cgi was a bit ropey when we <laughs> first when i first watched it in reloaded uh with the agent Smiths all over the place
3: but watching it again i was like eh. uh eh. It's, it's, it's still pretty ropey my my my, my uh, i like watching it in the no I, i'm sorry i'm defending it <laughs> <laughs> like for oh. its time well, that I think cgi I, yeah. that scene but...
1: That scene at the end of the fight where, yeah, okay, the fight itself, the CGI is a bit ropey, but that last scene where there's just a hundred Hugo Weavings on your screen, Mm. I watched that and I was like, fucking hell, you couldn't pull that off any better now. I don't think, the way that they ha-
3: not the bit where yeah, they're fighting, think I get it that's too a bit hard to green do screen. not an fucking or anything like that, but I think they've just copy and pasted it Andy's called it, Andy's going <laughs> yeah. to make us someone, that with a hundred call... Andy Henry faces <laughs> and it that it's and really easy to and do and if any of our surely, listeners
1: know like... the
0: Corridor crew um, <laughs> yeah, just it, tell them Andy's going to challenge easy. them to remake the Agent
2: Smith scene oh my god, I liked it it'll just be a Play-Doh, little Play-Doh Andy Henry
0: <laughs> it's i i'll be honest i kind of i i agree with andy in i agree with both of these it was comments, good for actually, time, because i but... think the i i do think that it, it was good for its time but i think the the digital doubles of the people mm. um like there's something about the weight of the animation and yeah the fidelity of the models that just is it's very uncanny valley mm. however the CG of the Sentinels in the dock, like yeah, that, it's and yeah. and the hammer, yeah. the hammer flying through those tunnels and being chased and
2: flying yeah. down, it's flawless. It's that was that was
0: absolutely yeah, yeah. flawless, and that was eighteen years ago, nearly nineteen I, years ago.
2: I've heard room. I've heard like fan theories about why the CG is really bad, like <laughs> because it says that the matrix uh is can't slowing deal. like oh can't gosh. deal with it so that's why it'd rather the, the actions inside the matrix be smooth and lower the resolution uh, of there's the ca- such a bad <laughs> I was shot like, well that's that's just that's, saying that the animation was shit and they were yes. just like it's a good excuse that to be fair if they put, they kind that of put that in the
3: marketing i probably would have believed it but um yeah. the shot yeah. when they're in the rain and it's slow motion and uh, smith is punching a um agent smith uh, sorry Nay is punching agent smith in the face and he's doing it to him yeah looks like like potatoes or something it's just that that nah, is pretty i bad. i
2: i disagree going with through that, the that rain thing. that looks
3: cool but the actual like skin oh. tone and stuff i was a bit like remind me of the um uh in the second one sorry to talk about the second one but when he's uh fighting all the smiths with the pole <laughs> again <laughs> kind of good a... or bad cg this is a good a good game for anyone on re-watching the second one during that fight just like slow the movie down if you can and figure out well, like when Hugo Reven isn't replaced. It's so funny just to see loads of like like maybe 15 people random, that they've got to do random like, Australian Yeah, people just men. to done up like yeah. Hugo Reeven and you're just like, that guy's got with, like with a really peets. long chin. That's so. That guy's got like a pointy nose. Come on, you're not even trying.
2: I mean, that's not the weirdest bit of that fight. Like, you hear Skittles being knocked over when <laughs> oh, he throws yeah. the Agent Smith <laughs> into the into each other.
0: Like, I mean, that, what. I...
3: what what's smith made of i guess no, that No, <laughs> yeah. i
0: feel like that's some of the some of the sort of anime manga influences coming yeah, through yeah. just in that it, it someone i like whether that was snuck in by an editor or whether that was the wachowskis being like nah nah shove it in that'll be funny yeah like they clearly knew that towards the end of that scene, it was just getting inherently insane. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, yeah, fine. Fuck it. Fuck it. Who one- cares?
2: Uh-huh. Like, one thing about the whole trilogy as well that I really, like, admire now is the fucking work that, like, the work that, um, oh, my God. What's his name? Keanu- oh, my God. Hugo Weaving? Keanu Reeves, yes. like, oh, put yeah, in yeah. to oh, the yeah. fights. Mm-hmm. And, like... He worked his fucking ass off in those like fight scenes. And... Well, not to
0: mention, on the first movie, he came into the rehearsal process having just had neck surgery. Oh, and that's shit, why, really? That's why so much of his fighting in the first movie is his arms, and why he looks kind of weird and stiff, and like he's not turning his head, because he couldn't. Shit. <laughs> yeah, and right, he yeah.
3: still did it. I just put like, that down to the bad graphics of The Matrix.
0: No, it's it's entirely to do with surgery on his neck. Like, yeah, the man's clearly always been a workhorse, but this is obviously the film that turned him into a complete legend. Like, yeah. not Bill and Ted, not Speed. It was not Point Break. This is where all of a sudden everyone in the world was like, Keanu Reeves is amazing. And then all of a sudden, the stunt team will turn around after filming and go, Yeah, you know, he bought every single one of us a Harley Davidson just because he's super sound. Nice girl, and then so everyone good. just went,
1: Wow, yeah. he's brilliant.
0: And he continues to be to this day. And we shouldn't pass the. You'd even uh... forgive
1: some rather questionable wooden acting throughout yeah, some of this franchise yeah, as well. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. That, guess... you even forgive all that. <laughs> for all the effort that's put in, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. there wasn't I time think... for
2: acting classes; they had fighting to do. <laughs> what did what, what did you like, Matt? You didn't really get it, did? Like, what do you what do you think about the story in terms of like all the, the sub the, the 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 under thing, like the actual through plot line? Like, what did you think of it?
1: Honestly, I still don't fucking understand half of it. What I really enjoy is that there's a nice narrative where I'm treating Agent Smith in my mind as a parasite, as a virus. Um, and Neo basically turns up and he goes full AVG antivirus <laughs> software on it, deletes it at the end of the trilogy, and you're like, "Oh, that's good. My computer works again now." Like that's how I'm seeing the Matrix. I can't see it any deeper. Like when I was trying to watch it yesterday, messaging you lot on WhatsApp, I'm like. This is fucking hurting. I used to love Matrix Reloaded. It was one of the more fun of the... It's the highway scene. For me, it was probably the most fun of the three films. And now it's the one I hate most. (laughs) I I hate that movie now after yesterday's (laughs) suffering. And now suddenly Matrix Revolutions, which I was like, oh, it's a bit meh. It's kind of like too many movies. But now I'm actually finding myself, I don't think I can ever watch Matrix Reloaded again now. Because that yeah, would yeah. just piss me off for two hours. <laughs> yeah, I. Don't... But you know, it's it's a great story, and at the heart of it, the whole thing about love as uh, every every fucking movie does oh, it. it saves the day. But you know, I think it it is wide enough in caption like anyone can enjoy these films. I think I don't think you have to be a yeah, sci fi mm. nerd to enjoy The Matrix, and that's what's amazing about it. If you love action films, you'll love it. If you love, you know, something with a bit of drama and you're going to enjoy it. Sci-fi, you're obviously going to fucking enjoy it. Like, it's just a franchise that offered something for anyone. Mm. And that's what I think I take away from it more than anything. I have loved, loved just putting the Matrix films on. Yeah. And watching them. And monging out. I've had too many beers the night before. (laughs) Chuck the Matrix franchise on. And it's a great (laughs) way to just mong out and enjoy some quality action-packed cinema i, I think Fair like it, it, it it's it's a good movie because it allows
2: you to take whatever you want from it which is really which is like the sign of a good movie like you can take that base level like enjoyment of the movie but then it has also got so many other layers that you can just be like no yeah. but what does this
3: mean no but also what does this mean <laughs> oh What's, yeah there's what does this mean stuff written about this trilogy and stuff There's so much yeah so much you It's can't so away.
2: vast, like, and so like they, they've spawned so many video games, books, and stuff, and like it's got such a play, like it's for me, it reminds me of sort of like D and D or that sort of world that it's got <laughs> so many possibilities that uh, yeah. the sisters like created this massive world that people love as well, and have so many fan theories about what what it means and what this means and what scene this means and stuff like that, that I struggled coming up with a like, a uh, uh, cause I wanted to go deep. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go deep. But then I felt I'm not as good as the <laughs> sisters. I can't do this as good <laughs> as they do. Like,
0: but even, even then, like when you, when you think about it, the, the first movies, two and three are effectively one giant movie. Mm. yeah but you can like that is kind of how it was intended they were released six months apart which is also something that doesn't get mentioned very often like mm. doing one one a year in sequence is fairly standard now for yeah. some releases but this was six i think i must May have seen in it in december i think i must have seen that the second weird. and the third on the same wicked. day
3: do they was it was the second still out in the third when the third? oh they will have like, done must have features. done both yeah the,
0: like they will have done double features but why not what a great idea that the first movie is obviously there's there there are many other themes in there but it is just in terms of the narrative Mm. it's neo discovering that the world that he lives in is a method to control the populace and that he has the ability to break them out and and gaining that ability and then films two and three is neo (coughs) discovering that the reality Mm -hmm. that he lives in is exists to control humanity once again is just another layer Mm. of control and so that's why i'm fascinated to see where it goes again because obviously they could have made movies two and three and just been like yeah it's the war and it's just four hours of people and machines fighting and arguably it is the most interesting way that they could have taken it I I do absolutely feel that they should, not even could, I feel like they should have made it just 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 a smidge, just a teeny tiny bit more approachable. Just just a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit <laughs> less <laughs> opaque. Um yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, general yeah. audiences to pick up on. But I think that the direction they took it is is a very smart direction to have taken mm-hmm. it in. And so, the, yeah, the challenge that you guys oh have hard—to so yeah. yeah. either break from the pattern, mm. which is now established, yeah. or to do the same
3: again. Yeah.
0: It's—it's going to be really interesting. Can I interesting.
3: ask you guys about, uh, about the fight scenes? Because we all enjoy the fight scenes and all that lot. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, <laughs> maybe it's those lovely superhero movies that everyone loves. Um, do you remember, like, seeing? Um, captain american in, and in avengers and especially in the first avenger him fighting but then the difference when you first saw him fighting in winter soldier when you saw him like parachute mm. in and kick that guy and he, a guy flew off the side of the boat and you instantly yeah. recognize like his power compared to like humans mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and yeah. then like they kind of explain it in the first one where when me uh, 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 morpheus beats neo in the training program and neo's like oh you beat me because you're too fast and stuff and morpheus goes do you really think the Size, my muscles and my speed like matters in here and stuff. But for me, I don't know. the The fighting was a bit weird because, again, I don't know. Maybe I just couldn't gauge, gauge their power. Were they all literally, apart from Neo, s- the same strength? Like at one point, someone would punch someone, but then the same punching person would punch the same person with the same force, but he'll like fly into a wall. It was just a bit weird. I think um... like,
1: it's an interpretation thing, and it essentially. It's, it, the humans in definitely... the Matrix are quite strong, stronger than the humans not in the Matrix it, it, that haven't disconnected. Yeah. But then the agents are going to be stronger than the humans because I, they're the control scheme. But and like, you've got saying... Smith is the strongest. Sorry,
0: Matt. I sorry, I kept interrupting. There. Do you What's mean that? like in in the final fight between Neo and Smith? Where no, just they'll
3: just be in in general. Like I uh, like I'm trying to think of a time. Mm-hmm. I can't I, think of any, I think, I think it's... I, just, I,
0: I, I think it's just
3: style. Yeah, I it just... For it me, it was just... a bit like watching it again. Maybe, again, superheroes or whatever. Maybe just whatever movie growing. Um, but yeah, the, it was it was just a bit off. It just made me think. It was like Trinity... If Trinity and Morpheus like, had a fighting... A spa. You know, a fighting spa... <laughs> Fighting spa sounds great. Um, would they? Would they? Welcome to the fighting <laughs> yeah. spa. Calm down. What <laughs> you like? A hot towel. <laughs> the towel whip. It's some towel on your whip. eyes. You can't see. Bam. Um, well, yeah, but like, who would win? <laughs> Trying to see Morpheus. I don't know. It was. It obviously didn't bother you guys as much, but I've watch it again. Maybe no, it made I've... me. Fit. As I've
1: said, there's four tiers. There's humans still plugged in. Mm. They're the weakest. The humans that have branched out the ones that plug into the Matrix, the Trinities, the Morpheus. They're stronger than the humans that haven't disconnected from the Matrix. Then you've got the regular agents because they're the enforcers. Then you've got Agent Smith because he's the head. And then you've got Neo and probably Oracle and Architect, etc. Right. It's it's a pyramid scheme.
3: <laughs> yeah, but the people stronger they each are the same basically. level <laughs> and stuff. It's just...
2: Oh. What you want to see is a sort of a fight, a tournament with the people in the... Ma- <laughs> Why don't you do that as your pitch? The Matrix a Tournament. Tekken, Battle Tekken tournament <laughs> to the Battle <death>. Royale. Mortal <laughs> Matrix. The Matrix yeah. Royale. Alright, I,
0: yeah. I think we're we're, beginning to get a little off track.
2: Yeah. Um, I, um... I, yeah, I. the only things I didn't like about the movie yeah. is I felt that Morpheus uh, didn't really have much of a big role in this one. Um, <laughs> for yeah. me. In, this, in the third one, sorry. Um and you we've spent a lot of time focusing on heroes in the, the robot mecha thing uh, that you didn't know anything about like you just got introduced to them in the in the third movie and it was just oh we're going to have to care about these guys you care about this kid
0: who's putting bullets well. into i mean into things his name yeah. is
1: kid is- yeah. Uh, is it his credits? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. Is
0: the character's name, yeah. and he is the oldest kid in the world. He looks about <laughs> <up> forty-two. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And the guy who gets like, ser- like serrated like by those oh, bloody now, what things. Oh, great Thing yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but Ooh. I think uh, I don't know. Like the split, it was it was very much a this is like you said during your sum up. It was like three separate stories. Which yes, I guess it it needed to happen but like i don't know for me i didn't really connect with the 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 fight for zion bit it was good it was a cool scene but yeah
1: i'm with you on it like the way that it was shot and the way that it was edited together was my biggest issue because you kind of dealt with one thing and they were like right we'll put the lid on that then you had the fight for the docks right we'll put the lid on that then they went and did trinity in there it was like oh god this needs some more fluid editing (laughs) Like it was essentially like we had to watch three
3: one-hour movies yeah yeah yeah. that's what the thing the war was really long and i kept trying to i was thinking like why are they not coming back to neo and trinity but basically you can't you can't i don't think you could have cut back to the because basically when neo when obviously trinity dies but then neo goes and the whole thing happens i don't you couldn't have like cut the trinity's death needed a whole section so you couldn't have like
2: which is so long i well. know
3: yeah. uh He goes she on, dies oh, for wow. like five minutes it's quite minutes. funny he doesn't like see the pipes as well he's like oh look <laughs> yeah. at, everything's beautiful i mean he's blind yeah but let's, just, let's, he sees everything yeah. around him and then she's like no but yeah, he doesn't he doesn't see no he sees the light sorry doesn't he that's, that's no 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 he no 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 is no just no, the machine
0: only sees he no, only no, no, sees the like the AI baddie machines. Okay. That is what he can see. So he can't see
3: his own ship. He can't see yeah. the wreckage of at one, his own ship. When, at one point, when he's flying in with Trinity, doesn't he say, go over there? I I might have just misheard this. I swear he says, over there, there's a place for us to dock over by the treetops. And she goes, power lines. And he kind of looks at her like, yeah, all right. And then they move. Did no, I mishear hear that? I swear he said, like, yeah, the trees the think tree think or the treetops or something. That. Why <laughs> there would she say there's power definitely lines? definitely no then? trees. Why would she say power because, lines?
2: cuz so the, pa- really the power lines and he, she just lines. Went, what
3: the power lines like okay i don't know maybe i miss her every time every time i can, maybe i just can't not hear it now just treetops <laughs> again <laughs> well, the one yeah I don't... World. that's why she was like power lines
2: um but yeah like i would the thing that i wanted to see more of in the movies and maybe I'll do it in my movies is the <laughs> machine world like the like the i would have liked to have seen more of that um, but you know, you did see the baby face of they like the machines, yeah, why you uh, an angry the baby? deus ex machina. Yeah. Um, they literally but, yeah.
0: called that character yeah. the deus ex machina which <laughs> yeah. is on the nose, but there we go. I and think, like some um, of the, f-
2: yeah, I know. Just going to say one more thing. All right, I like. Okay. I really liked the fight uh, when they're punching each other with such force that it stops the fucking rain oh, around yeah, them. Yeah. That's fucking cool. And then it yeah. starts dripping again. But yeah anyway that's carry on
0: the, the effect so nice they used it thrice <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah
0: um but yeah right i think it's time we do because we are endeavoring dear listeners to try to keep these episodes kind of ra- around an hour and we have yeah. utterly failed that recently <laughs> so i'm gonna move us on to do super duper quick um final thoughts and scores uh, so i'm gonna start i'm just gonna go alphabetically andy your um, final thoughts, and my your scores. Final thoughts really... just for just for revolutions just
3: revolutions um okay well i like to say really i really like the first one really like the second one i think the third one was let down ross said an interesting thing before he wanted to see the more he just wanted to see more matrix in this and i forgot to time how long that war section is because i swear it's like 40 minutes um but maybe it would have been interesting in the second film with uh agent smith took over the entire matrix then and the third film was more dedicated just to neo and his opposite and that fight um but i said it wasn't it, i was fine it was uh, yeah it just wasn't as enjoyable as some of the things i didn't like a lot of the things i felt was a forced um if you didn't get it mobile avenue is limbo <laughs> 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 like, uh, like they mentioned it like the next scene i was like why why just just um but yeah, no, it was fine. Um, I love the idea coming back—the to the idea that his name's Tom. Every time someone's like Neo, and he's like Tom. But, um, and we can't—we can't not talk about the epic laugh that Agent Smith does. Classic. <laughs> we are fans of Voldemort's laugh and the Harry Potter—the uh, <laughs> uh, last one—and that yeah. one just takes—it's—it's it's unnecessary. Who—who who told him to do that? <laughs> um, anyway, I'm going <laughs> to be giving it. Um three cookies that need uh need love like everything does.
1: Okay. Um <laughs> uh, Mafu. Um <clears throat> we're scoring it just on this movie, not on the fact that it's part of a franchise, right? Yeah, we have to. Okay. Um so... on that basis, you know, it I really enjoy it. there's a lot of things to really enjoy about the movie. I feel like it's a great summary of the other two movies. It just should have been done neater. But to score this movie on its own, I'm going to give it 3.5 poles sticking out of Trinity. Because I think it actually is. I think she gets lacerated three times with poles and it's probably a bit sticking out of her ear or something. Um, so 3.5 oh impaled... Poles into Trinity. Oh, dear me. Um, Ross? Um,
2: I'm going to give it, on this one, this is not my favourite out of the two. Uh, Reloaded is my favourite. Yeah. Um, it used to be mine. Would... <laughs> Until it was dashed. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it um 3.3 oh, 3. <laughs> This isn't in this film movie, but sweaty raves when you know oh. you're gonna die in oh. the caves um yeah out of five 3.3 3.3 3.
0: sweaty, sweaty r- stinky, stinky death raves <laughs> um and yeah for me it i i can't i i have to echo what you guys said like there's there is a great deal to be very impressed with in this film it is that i mentioned the effects of all of the real world stuff and i still think is absolutely mind-blowing even now um but there's also some really frustrating effectively plot holes and just like you know if the characters had just done this instead Mm. like a lot of this death would have been avoided etc etc um and so yeah i think i'm I'm coming in at three point two five. Um, people hanging over a ledge by their belt to fire rocket launchers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they've got they can build hovercrafts, yeah. but they can't build homing rockets. <laughs> 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 so there we go. Yeah. Um, which gives us a a grand total. Of three point two six out of five,
1: mm. um, coming in. How much similar... more would your score be bringing in all of the trilogy? I'd probably oh, put another I half go, on. That. I wouldn't go up much. Yeah.
3: it's it, like the film itself. Yeah, is not great, but if you put the other two behind it, I'd put it up to three point five.
2: Oh, I'd I'd put it up to. I think for me personally, it would go up to four point one, maybe four point two. I
3: think.
1: I think it adds quite a lot because I do feel like it covers a lot of the key story, the plot holes. It leaves a lot of plot holes from within the one film, but it fills a lot of plot holes. Four point one. It's just cool.
0: <laughs> to me, it's just it's just <laughs> all the third act. From? It's just in it is just all third act. Yeah. The second film is mm. it is like building up to the 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 climax, and then this is just an entire movie of climax. Um, it sounds like though. that was the plan. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like doesn't it was like meant to be the third act, and then they had to and, do it in two movies. <laughs> and a lot of it is very impressive, but it's only 3.26 out of 5 impressive. Um, Drew doesn't
2: like climaxing. That's what we've <laughs> discovered here. <laughs> uh,
0: no, just not with you three. <laughs> Give it a chance.
1: <laughs> um,
0: right. So there we have it. We've got our score. So without further ado, it is time to get your sequels pitched.
1: <laughs>
0: right. So the rules of the pitches are simple. You three will have your chance to pitch me your idea without interruption from the others, aside from astonished gasps, garf- st- uh, a- astonished gasps. Garf- Sorry, what was that? <laughs> astonished gasps and laughter, etc., etc. Um, you can explain to me the plot, the themes everything that happens in between, anything you want to get across to me. I might have a question or two for you. Then we enter the debate phase where the three of you go head to head and try and convince me why yours is the one that I should choose at the end of this very, very stressful process. Um, So to get the ball rolling, I am going to go in the reverse order um, in which the pitches were submitted. So first up, we've got... Matthew Rushton. Okay. Oh. So, Matt,
1: what is the title of your Matrix sequel? Uh, the title of my sequel is Enter the Matrix. <laughs> Take you okay. away from that very good video game. Oh. But nothing to can't do with the past. video game. You
3: can't get that past marketing and census and <laughs> stuff. It's already, game. No, it's already a game. What are you talking about? It's owned by the same company. That's of course first... you can. Nope. Let me write that down. <laughs> God, <here laughs> yeah.
0: go. I mean, to, to be fair to Matt, they're. Um, there were plenty of games called Tomb Raider before the movie Tomb Raider, <laughs> <Yeah. Yes. laughs> and they did yes. that twice. <laughs> so,
1: right, Matt, um, uh, you go for it. Okay, so my just to summarise quickly: basically, we return into a prosperous Zion that's fully broken out of the darkness, risen above the clouds, and looks out onto a new world. But they're also staring at a brand new threat. This is movie <laughs> one of a brand new trilogy. Just so you know. Oh crikey! Oh. Okay, you're doing a Jurassic <laughs> World on us.
0: Okay. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. Or a Star Wars, you
1: know. Oh God, which one's bad? no? Not a Star anyway, Wars. We'll discuss that another time. <laughs> we can't. We can't do that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's been twenty years since the reckoning—the events of Neo freeing Zion from the threat of deletion by Agent Smith. The scars of battle remain, but as with humans, they've survived and they've begun to thrive with advances in technology from the Sentinel graveyard and support from the unlikely source, the Machine City. We see regular faces from the original trilogy, including Morpheus, Link, and Z, Niobe, etc. Z is the partner of Link, right? No one answered me in the WhatsApp, but we'll get to that later anyway. Oh, I missed um, that.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: <coughs> cool. Uh, we see him in a montage, they're showing prosperity and peace, everyone's happy. It's designed still, um, all the setting is still very much looking post-apocalyptic and as if it's underground until we see a blazing orange light wash over Morpheus's face and we look towards the source, we see a sunrise, uh, they're above the clouds, hey, everyone's happy. The camera pulls out, we show the exterior, we show a huge tower that's been constructed in the design of the Machine City. Uh, a CGI one shot shoots, shoots down the side of this tower and shows the whole network running from the human habitat directly towards the center of the machine city we see human sentinels working together to create new materials new technology before diving into a furnace that's burning with green fire yeah you guessed it the green fire it's going to kind of trans transmutate into green code and we'll see the we'll see the title enter the matrix basically in that humans uh believe neo's dead uh but his body was never recovered and nor was trinity's they hold a vigil a vigil every year on the anniversary of uh what did i call it the reckoning um where they kind of commemorate the dead they celebrate neo freeing them um but part of that, whilst the majority is celebrating, there's a group of people that kind of hide in the shadows. They're really unhappy about it. They refuse to accept that he was the hero, and they believe that the real heroes were the ones who survived fighting and defending for that doc, uh, who suffered, obviously, some very terrifying sights. Um, there's a lot of silent protests that kind of hold out in the shadows. And we see a familiar face. Kid. It literally has no other name. Kid. <laughs> Who uh, basically watched his captain die, he single-handedly opened the hangar gates just in time, um, but yet no one even knows his name. He feels forgotten, disrespected, envious, watching as the man he once worshipped is celebrated like he and all the dead were the only ones that sacrificed everything. The forgotten, as they call themselves, feel just that. So here's a note. Um, enter the Matrix in the sequel episodes. We're going to be looking at human desires. The seven sins is kind of the theme that runs throughout this. Just remember that. So we learn that these forgotten are using kind of sabotaged and adapted machine tech to enter into the Matrix and live their alternative lives there. We see them living out various fantasies and indulging in all of the different dark desires. So, you know, violence, greed, lust, Um, Kid is walking down the street and it's like a Mardi Gras-esque New Orleans vibe. Everyone's really happy, there's lots of colours, but he's just kind of walking pretty, uh, pretty downbeat. The audience will notice, but kids won't, that there's like a strange glitch and basically like the cinematography idea here is that the screen will just kind of appear in code for a millisecond and it'll just be a bit weird for the audience watching but that will increase as he heads towards his destination and it will become longer and longer so that it makes sense. Um, And yet, eventually, Kid will hear a heart beating coming from a building that seems to have appeared in front of him that's really old and decrepit. He's going to walk towards it and as we still see this code changing for the audience, um, everything goes into code when the heart beats apart from this building, which stays as brick to kind of highlight that that's where the heartbeat's coming from so he goes up pries open the door uses matrix tech and a crowbar appears in his hand or something (laughs) pries the door open we're in the hallway of the first matrix film we see the blood stain we see the familiar hallway um and we hear a distorted phone call so kid goes up he answers the phone and he hears it's a very soft but very deep voice and it just says knock knock We then immediately hear the knocking of a door, kind of homage to the first movie. Um, But Kid's terrified, like this really freaks him out. He's just staring, looking at the door. He's got the phone handset next to his ear. And we see this golden thread of code come out from the handset and into his ear. And Kid starts to transform the classic agent-style transformation. It begins, the camera starts at the feet and pans up to the head, revealing the change. Um, It goes from kind of casual party vibe to a really well-fitted suit, and it reveals Keanu Reeves, Neo. (gasps) The Matrix evolved to use the idea of a desire-based pest control where people's darkest desires manifest. Kid wanted to be Neo, now he is, but actually he's just part of the new regime. Keanu Reeves walks out, near walks into the street, and he starts infecting others as he passes them in classic stick-your-hand-in uh, style like they do. <laughs> and these people start morphing into one of seven different agents. And the aesthetic of these agents is designed to match the sin. So we've got Wrath, a really muscular-type dude, thinking Dave Bautista. Lust, the stereotypically desirable type, someone like Gal Gadot. Greed, someone roguish, uh, thinking Tom Holland as if he played Littlefinger in Game of Thrones, that kind of vibe. Uh, envy, someone, basically, I'm thinking kid, the actor who plays kid, but a full suit and like he's pretty pretty done up. Glutton, someone well built, similar to Wrath, but with a big rotund belly, basically fat Thor. Uh, sloth, James Franco, like there's no other way of describing that one, James Franco in a suit. And Pride, thinking Shirley's Theron in fast and furious kind of badass uh, businesswoman. So, in The Matrix, whenever people are infected, they become one of these seven uh, seven stereotypes. Kid, everyone else who gets infected, who was part of the uh, the circle that were plugged into The Matrix together, they all die. Kid comes out of it in a similar way that Bane did. Um he comes out and he runs back and he's like we found Neo, he's in the Matrix, he's in the Matrix Uh, everyone gets really excited a bunch of people plug in to go and find Neo, that frees the kid to go off and do some really uh, dodgy shit basically Morpheus goes in with a few unfortunate extras, they all get jumped by (laughs) Neo and the Seven uh, as they call themselves and a load of the extras die Morpheus and Neo fight, obviously Neo beats him big time um, and just as it looks like Neo's about to kill Morpheus, or kind of plug into him and infect him, someone appears, it's Trinity, basically, he, she sweeps Morpheus out in the confusion, reveals herself, they have a really nice touch and reunion, um, she explains that whilst her physical form's broken, the machine's connected to a soul uh, as she was dying, and now that she's basically like an antivirus she, however, is in complete denial that Neo is the one that's been corrupted. She doesn't believe that's Neo. In Zion, Kid manages to get to the mainframe, the new Zion mainframe, and we see some more of that golden code going from him into the computer. Just something to watch for later down the line. So basically, movie one plays out. We're following Morpheus, Trinity, Lincoln Z go in there, why not? Uh, they take their young daughter, Neela, Uh, basically sounds like Neo. Uh, she's played by Zendaya. Their mission is to find the source of the infection. Uh, at one point lynn gets killed by Wrath. Um, so we get a bit of a kind of story story for Zendaya. She sees her dad die. Uh, we get to follow her emotions over the three films. At one point her rage later down the line kind of skipped a load a bit. You know, I just write the pitch. You can fill the script out. Um. We see her rage boil over when she sees Wrath again later down the line. She explodes out, reveals the team to try and fight Wrath, to try and kill Wrath. They all get captured. Neo's there, um, and Neo's basically beating the hell out of them for fun at this point. And then all of a sudden, we hear a deafening silence in the cinema and in the location where they all are, followed by a whack and we see Neo basically crash through a bunch of walls and vanish off screen. And suddenly we see the boots and the cape and the black trousers and someone lands from a floating position. You're fucking right. The original Neo's back. The original Neo's, <laughs> back. the original Neo's back. He basically beats the seven up, kills the new, destroys new Neo, helps uh, Trinity and everyone to escape. And he explains that basically him and the architect had a business agreement He was helping the architect to preserve the Matrix and give Trinity somewhere to stay, and that way humans could be safe. Um, But that business deal is broken, says Neo, with an extreme close-up on his face cut to Black End of Movie 1. As I said, there is three three movies. Recoded, Movie 2, Matrix Recoded, basically just in a similar way to um, Agent Smith and Matrix Reloaded. We see how the Seven, because they're untethered from New Neo become stronger and stronger infecting more and more people and we explain how the machine city turns on the humans again through this corrupt coding that kid fed in before he died oh he dies when new neo gets destroyed by original neo Kid, the thing dies um movie three matrix decoded is another desperate fight for survival basically i've re-skinned the original matrix trilogy as you asked earlier, whether it would be different or the same. This is the same. Um, We see another fight for survival as man and machine basically fight each other. Uh, Neo's in there with his friends, killing and kicking ass, beating all the seven up. And he ends up fighting the architect. He destroys the architect and he sacrifices himself to become the new architect. And he wipes the code and saves the day, the end. Okay. Okay.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's okay. really hard. I didn't know how to make yeah, that any man. shorter. No, 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 no. It's fair. It's fair. I mean, you say you didn't know how to make it any shorter. I am going to ask you to do literally that right now. Okay. <laughs> what, I, what I want you to do is, in the most succinct way possible, explain to me what happens in the film what what is the narrative of the first film and the overall three films in the in the simplest way possible
1: fight your sins <clears throat> <laughs> fight your desires <laughs> fight your desires is the shortest thing to put um so it's basically okay. just yeah fighting <laughs> physical manifestations okay. of the seven deadly sins and Using a very strong franchise, reskinning it for a 21st century audience.
0: Okay. All right, cool. I'm going to move very swiftly on uh, immediately to Ross Harmsden. Hello, Ross.
2: Hello. My title is Matrix Infinite. Um, okay. There is no blurb, so you're just going to have to listen to mine. Uh, We open the movie with this classic Matrix code, which forms that of a clock or something, I don't know, and then phases into the real world. We see Keanu Reeves now with long hair and a beard. We see him walking down the street. He sees a woman in a red dress and smiles. He heads into an office building and goes to uh, what appears to be his work. He sits down at a desk. And uh, we see the name is Robert Finn. He starts working at a computer and then suddenly his screen goes all weird. And we see some text on the screen saying, wake up. He looks at the screen. uh, He then gets a uh, pulsing headache. He thinks, well, he's not well, so he's going to go home. He enters his house and he's uh, treated where he is uh, greeted by his wife, played by someone, and a kid, someone else. Uh, maybe they're a teenager. I don't know. Uh, we, he, si- he says uh, he feels a bit under the weather and ends up going to bed. We see him have a dream, which is flashes of the old movie. He wakes up in a sweat. Oh, my God. His wife comforts him, and he ends up going back to sleep. Um, the next day he ends up leaving for work, but on the way to work, gets a flashback, um, and crashes into another car. He gets out and we see Morpheus. <laughs> he looks much more dweeby than uh, we remember, only he doesn't recognize Keanu. He reveals that he also had a weird flash or something and it took his eyes off the road. They exchange details and, uh, uh, yeah, uh, and then as they exchange their details, the, he sees like a, a image of their first fight together in the dojo. Um, he rushes to work, sits at his desk, only to find a package on the desk. He opens it, and it's a book. It's Alice in Wonderland. He opens a page, and there's a number. He rings it, and we hear a female voice saying, it's time to wake up, Neo. Uh, meet me at blah, 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 if you want the truth. Um she doesn't say blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's not a place, uh, just to let you know. Uh, he meets, uh, let's say, on a roof. Yeah, uh, Let's say on a roof somewhere nearby, on a building, because, you know, it will look like really cool shots of the city uh, at night or something. Anyway, it's revealed that the person he meets is Sati, or Sati, uh, now grown up. Uh, she starts to talk mm-hmm. to him, explaining the plot of the movie. Now, listen, bitches. Basically, <laughs> that the Matrix <laughs> created a program called Love, which was her or the, the her parents. Um, and uh, to better understand the humans, she started to see the program. Uh, the programs have the ability to love, which begs the questions: Are they real? What is real? The little did she know that she was being used by the architect to better control the humans using love. The Oracle managed to save Sati from being deleted, but not before the Oracle was deleted herself. Now Sati has found the programs can, f- uh, can love uh, and can feel these emotions and they want out of the matrix. They also want to be free. Sati tells him all of this, uh, all of his life before. Maybe this might be some, you know, done in a cool fight scene or something. Uh, which Finn starts to know kung fu or something and says the line, you know, I know kung fu and all that shit. Uh, Finn doesn't believe her. He steps back near the edge of the building in shock. Sati says, uh, free your mind, I'm sorry, and pushes him off the building. He starts to fall, but seconds before he splat, he stops himself. We see he's suspended inches off the ground. He runs home, bumping into people left, right and centre, locks the door and he sees his wife. Finn tells her about everything, basically, uh, and then she downplays everything, basically saying he's tired, etc., and calls the police. Almost immediately, two men in suits uh, turn up with a woman. It's uh, it's the agents, and it's also Trinity. She's a fucking agent! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> uh, they have a talk and let Finn know that Sati is wanted for multiple crimes. Anyway, they leave... Um, He shakes Agent Trinity's hand for some reason uh, before leaving, and then he gets a flash of their kiss. He's like, whoa. And then he looks outside and sees a black cat. He then looks away and looks back again and sees the same black cat uh, doing the same shit. Um, He goes back to work. We see he's now being followed by the agents. They say, we are following the asset. Perhaps we will find the rogue program. Then Trinity says, it is inevitable. Um, she's not Agent Smith, by the way. I just thought that would sound cool. Um, anyway, go, we, uh, they, he goes back to work. He arrives to find another package on his desk. It says Alice's Bakery on the box. Um, he opens it, and we see a cake that says, eat me. After some time, he like eats it, um, and then we see the Matrix code, like the cake orgasm scene that uh, Matt loves so much. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of like kind of like the cerebro scene uh, in uh, uh kind of like the cerebro scene in x-men first class he gets like loads of memories flooding back all at the same time of the previous neos that have come before um the agents sense something go uh, and go up and then uh, they see Fi- uh, finn has now changed into neo trinity says he is remembering uh they have a fight where We finally get a chance to see Neo have a badass fight, but he's out of practice and, you know, he gets punched a load of times. All the while, he's trying to get through to Trinity and he and he's like, why can't you remember? It seems weird that all uh, the effort of Neo fighting seems to be making, uh, oh, sorry, it seems weird though. All the effort of Neo fighting seems to be making the agent, agent stronger. There's a moment in a fight that it looks like as if, he can get through to trinity that she remembers him but she breaks his arm and he falls out the building he managed to survive either by flying or something i don't know who who knows uh, anyway chase scene for like 10 minutes he gets he manages <laughs> <There it is. laughs> yeah. uh, he manages to evade trinity sorry this is a long pitch i didn't realize it was going to be so long uh trinity maybe there's a bit where he has to like blow something up and it's really hard for him Uh, and he's like oh shall I kill Trinity or shall I not he ends up doing that and then he goes home has another fight with his (laughs) wife and teenager son turns out they are programs built to keep an eye on Neo he's saved at the last minute by Sati and the rebels uh, the rebel programs she says come with her they go to a place and that is basically a firewall a place where the programs can go to be safe in the matrix itself it's still the matrix only a place that sati created to be a safe house for her operation we get an explanation an explanation of story basically that the matrix is a, is cyclical and that it's like in the 20th iteration of the matrix and that all that happened before it, in the real world and in the matrix was actually all in the matrix (laughs) and it was created to give the, (laughs) and it was created to give the humans a further illusion of choice and a stronger belief of what is real. Sati and the rogue programs want to stop the cycle to destroy the architect and let the humans actually choose what they actually want. Neo agrees to help, but he needs help from the friend from his friends. Um, Cue the same speech from uh, the first movie when he's like talking on the phone. Um, post credit scene, we actually get a glimpse of the actual proper real robot city. There are cars flying around, maybe, I don't know, what appears to be humans walking around. We see Trinity traveling up an elevator to this huge tower. It stops, she gets out, and we see sitting behind the desk, it's the architect. Trinity says, Mm. we have a problem. End of movie. Matrix 2, causality. Neo and the gang lead the uprising from inside the Matrix with the help from the programs and finally get out to the actual real world. Maybe a battle or something at the end. Uh, and then Matrix 3, absolute. Um, Neo helping free the humans from enslavement and finally putting end an end to the architect's reign over the Matrix. Maybe ends with them leaving Earth or something. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay um same thing for matt or that i said for matt in that case and thank you of course for your pitch thank you very much um yeah could you please explain your movie in the most succinct way possible what the story is why it's happening
2: yeah the matrix is a cyclical experience there are many iterations of the matrix this movie and this trilogy is about breaking that um, that cyclical nature of the Matrix. The born, the death of the Matrix, uh, trying to stop that from happening. Um, and to give the humans actual free choice. And also the programs that are also not wanting to be in it.
0: Okay. Alright, thank you very much. And lastly... Moving swiftly on to Andy. Andy,
3: what's your title? Um, I, of course, have a few. Um, so pick your favourite. I've got Matrix 4 Buffering, uh, Matrix 4 Error 404. That works quite well. we in the fourth one. Or Matrix <laughs> Control Alt Delete. So this is a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> funny, buddy funny road. Neo is a funny guy. <laughs> Right. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Andy. So, um, my little blurb is that a mysterious new leader must enter into the matrix to free the one after hearing the architect's new plan to enslave mankind. Um, uh, a little bit of background: says so fifty years after peace was declared, mankind has tried to clear the sky to show the stun, uh, to show the sun, trying to get solar panel back, uh, solar power back. Red pills: people who volunteer to go back into the matrix to try and free people uh, are having trouble bringing people out after uh, after the last reboot. Because the humans stood inside the matrix were fed lies, uh, and the red people, uh, the red pills, have become more of ghost stories involving kidnapping and stuff. So they're more um, reluctant to, to leave. Um, townies, who are referred to as the people who are free, but they don't go into the matrix; they just stay in the town where they uh, where they all live in giant tower blocks, uh, and they just help with chores and food prep and looking after families. Okay, so. Uh, Tilly wakes up in her home next to her boyfriend, Tan. We learn Tilly has a bad memory and she can't remember her life before five years ago. As Tan is a red pill, he leaves for the day and Tilly walks around her town and meets some neighbours and learns some of the stuff from the bit above. The bit I said at the start. Uh, Tilly goes back to her house and is surprised to see Tan there. Tan suddenly attacks Tilly and almost chokes her out until Tilly grabs a a a handy nearby sharp object and stabs Tan. As Tilly inspects the body, she notices there's no blood and then suddenly the body disappears. Tilly goes to the building where the red pills jack in and tries to get some answers uh, about Tan. Everyone is surprised about this especially, oh I put epic name because I was going to come up with another name later but I I forgot one. Uh, (laughs) Scorpion. Especially Scorpion, a descendant of Morpheus. (laughs) Scorpion says a few years ago the machines tried to make a program that would basically print programs into the real world as people. They would persuade humans to rejoin the Matrix and if they wouldn't join him, they would kill him. Uh, Scorpion says a machine must have got through and they need to go back into the Matrix to ask her questions. They tell Tilly they have a way of jacking back into the Matrix even if you don't have all the holes over your body. It's risky, but if they don't stay in the Matrix for too long, then they'll be all right. Tilly, Scorpion, and a few others jack in. Um, and I think they're going to go... They're gonna Basically, they're going to come in through the train man. So we get a quick cameo from him, but they don't know the consequences yet. Uh, In the Matrix, uh, Scorpion says they need to go see the Oracle and find out what she knows. On the way, uh, Scorpion talks more about the Matrix, stuff that the audience already knows, but for Tilly, she wouldn't. Uh, He mentions that in the Matrix, when the Matrix got rebooted last time, new agents were created, and if you die in the Matrix, you die in real life, blah, blah, blah. Suddenly, the new agents appear, and the gang run in separate directions, except, except for Scorpion, who stays with Tilly. Eventually, they're separated, and as Scorpion fights the new agent, a voice comes into Tilly's head. Go, run. She does, and the voice in the head guides her through a crowded town, avoiding harm and losing the agents. Call back to the first film. Uh, She runs back to Scorpion to see him on the ground, and an agent pull out a gun to shoot him. But Tilly tackles the agent, who kind of easily overpowers her. The the agent then goes to grab Tilly, but uh, Tilly successfully knocks his hand away. They fight, and Tilly is amazed that she can fight an agent. Uh, The agent is killed, or the person the agent's kind of like infected is killed. And uh, Scorpion questions how Tilly did all that, and she just kind of shrugs off going, oh, you know, it's the Matrix. But Scorpion talks about how you have to uh, download a program to learn Kung Fu like that. And with the method they use now, it's a lot harder than before. Uh, Tilly kind of shrugs it away, and then uh, hears the voice in her head again. uh, But this time it says, there's more coming. Go. Uh, Tilly says the line, and she and uh, Scorpion leave. Tilly and Scorpion get to the oracle where she explains the architect has been finding a way to rid the anomaly and thinks the answer lies in the one's code. He's been dissecting the five previous ones, trying, to f- different, uh, trying different formulas with no success. Scorpion asks about this uh, program printer thing that, and the oracle says that they, it was tried numerous times but it was assumed not to work. Uh, if Tan is the machine that got out it means the architect knows a way for the, uh, knows a way the machines could assimilate with humans in the real world. Causing a neural electrical link that will keep the humans alive in the world while unknowingly powering the machines. Tilly asks about the voice in her head and the Oracle says it is the last one. He must feel the Architect is getting close and he is using her to stop him. So it explains why she can hear him and also fight like Neo. She must get to the Architect and stop him. Tilly explains they have a limited time in the Matrix, but the Oracle tells Tilly that she's special. When she normally sees programs and people she can read them like a book, but she can't read Tilly's code. Maybe it's Neo's code mixed with hers. Hmm, don't know. The Oracle tells uh, tells Tilly, with Neo on her side, she'll be able to get to the Architects, and she touches her head, and Tilly is transported to the Architects uh, building or layer, just outside the room he was in before. Scorpion has to plug out, uh, but he helps Tilly as her operator. Tilly has to fight some agents, but suddenly, they all stand down, and a door at the end of a corridor opens. Tilly walks through, and she meets the Architects, and she sees Neo's body hung up. He tries to read it, but can't and questions why this is. He orders his agents to attack and pin Tilly. The architect then cuts Tilly and a drop of blood falls, from the, falls to the floor. It starts decoding the floor around it and then forms into blood. The architect can't believe it. It's true, his experiment, his experiment worked. He made the first program that could go into the real world. But why is she not working for the humans? She should be controlling them. The architect goes to kill Tilly for her, uh, for her code, but an explosion happens within her and Neo's consciousness is transferred back into him. He gets up and he stops the architect. Uh, Neo tells Tilly to run and he fights the architect. Tilly, uh, Tilly tries to run but can't and she soon fights uh, the agents in her big act 3 final fight thing. Um, she soon gets outmanned uh, and uh, just, about, uh, just before she's about to get killed, she sees like a nearby machine or something basically and she realizes she can read the code. And she takes control of the machine and she basically like uh, defeats all the agents. Uh, back with Neo and the architect. The architect is too strong and he punches Neo away. He walks over and stands on the blood droplet from Tilly and uh, the, uh, it starts to go all over his body like in the first one when Neo touches the mirror. Uh, Neo gets to his feet and flies at the architect, but the architect vanishes within the code. Tilly enters and Neo explains the architect is gone. He can't feel his code anywhere in the Matrix. The architect appears in the real world. Two townies see him and ask if he's okay, but the architect grabs their heads and assimilates them into machine men. They blindly follow uh, the architect into the, uh, the town in the real world. Tilly asks Neo what they do now, and Neo says, "Prepare for war." And we cut to a rage song. <laughs> mm. Okay, right. Um,
0: thank you, Andy. Um, same questions as the other two. What? What's it about? Explain to <laughs> me, like like you're explaining this film to a five year old. What happens in this This
3: is the architect trying to uh, fix the anomaly so he doesn't have to give these humans choice. Um, He wants to... um, That's kind of his main thing, but also he's trying to assimilate mankind to unknowingly power the machine world while keep them alive in their world. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, all three of you. Very, very good.
0: We're gonna be really quick. I'm gonna make this <laughs> this debate section pretty protracted. Um, so I'm gonna go round each of you. Um but sorry for all of the listeners who really love it when everyone gets really at each other's throats and we get really stuck in. <laughs> Not gonna do too much of that this time. I'm just going to go round in pitch order and let you explain why you why yours is the best. Um so we are going to begin of course, with Matt Rushton. Why cool. should I pick
1: you? So you should pick me because I add a new layer to the Matrix without going to 20 layers like one of our other pitchers did and just basically saying that everything that happened in the first trilogy didn't happen. It was just part of the Matrix <laughs> a big giant Matrix control. So basically... One picture Ross could never actually end because you just add another ten layers on top and be like that was that was layer twenty. This is layer eighty-seven of the matrix. Like, there's no end to that one. I've brought in a different, fresh idea. Um, looking at a different theme, bringing the seven sins in something that always sparks quite a lot of interest and intrigue. Um, nowhere near as complicated as uh, introducing another brand new character, Tilly, and how the fuck she is or isn't connected to neo after 50 years um and all ha- that shit well you an haven't answer. you I, haven't I said it. andy so you can't go no i'll my answer. Bit. you've not I'll put say, it in your saying, pitch. i'm mm,
3: saying because i've got an answer i say it in my in my wrap-up you're not
1: allowed you didn't put it in your pitch that I know, doesn't count not, the answer is not that. in the
3: first film so
1: uh, I want that uh, objection, Honour. I want that taken off. That whatever, however good an answer he has, <laughs> Ob- he hasn't objection. included in his pitch. So objection, objection it was not is noted, to the but it not necessarily
0: upheld. Away, <laughs> if, if if the answer isn't isn't in it by design to be revealed later, then I can't automatically mark him down for that. We don't know who <laughs> Luke's father is in <laughs> A New <laughs> Hope, and you can't
1: say it's a worse film because of that. Well, no, boys, it'd be in the pitch for the trilogy franchise is what I'd be saying. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, yeah, I basically, I have some very cool aesthetics, uh, bringing in, using what is an already well-defined and established uh, story arc, reskinning it for a new audience, but with plenty of homage to the original franchise and the original trilogy for the returning audience.
2: Okay. Ross. Uh, you should pick mine because I I draw on the themes that have been created from the matrix uh, itself and the law that they have created. I give a deeper meaning and um, I I don't focus on the seven deadly sins because that's weird. Um, Why? And, Why? And they talk about kid, the predictability of humans. That's just another fall. Kid's character definitely wouldn't envy Neo because he literally shouts out how much he's he saved uh, and loves him. Uh, so 20 I can't years imagine ago. him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't uh, die. I, I still love you <laughs> 20 years later, mate. Even though you piss me off. <laughs> <and do try laughs> I love you, really. Um, and Andy's. Nah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanks. <laughs>
0: okay
2: there we go and so lastly
0: andy Um, why should i be choosing yours mine i feel
3: spends the most time in the matrix itself it uses the matrix well i like i feel like i've i'm carrying on a certain the storyline basically from the first three about the architect if you kind of see it like you could maybe see it like thanos it's kind of like his story so i'm carrying on that uh and mine keeps the main theme basically of uh man versus machine um i agree with ross about Matt's. uh the humans i like the idea of seven there's the deadly scenes but within like the matrix of the program is just a bit weird i think it structures you, do we follow that antagonist a lot of the time um ross um do they just did the agents have a trinity just skin they can just program
2: uh <laughs> i no, think it's no, no, no. a great it idea is... if they can
3: literally be like yeah it's just um yeah and the, the whole matrix within a matrix and a matrix um any fights or cool costumes i don't know i just feel it ross is not really a matrix it's a different film No there is fights in it Yeah it's
1: one, one. Yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: right at the end of the You're, movie Yeah so <laughs> ross doesn't just just it doesn't feel like a matrix movie it feels like another matrix uh, another film that they kind of put a bit of matrix in
2: Okay Um
0: Right, so my summing up, um, you got you guys had a really, really hard, a really difficult jo- task on this. You one, had it easy this one, and week. I apologize. I feel, I feel like I say that every time <laughs> I host, I end up being like, "God, this was really hard." I, I can feel some karma coming my way, um, sometime soon. But yeah, so all, all have. All have some stuff that I really liked, and all have some stuff that I really didn't like. Let's. <laughs> um, I'm going to be completely honest. So go around, go Matt, on. "Enter the Matrix" as a title for the first one. I don't mind that it was the title for a game. I do mind that I think it's a bit crap. But your titles <laughs> oh! for films, your titles for films two and three, really good. I like those a lot. Um, I I like that yours. Puts some blame on the humans and is like yeah because you know what 20 years later some of them would be being dickheads and being like no that guy wasn't a hero fuck that guy because humans are idiots and we know this um despite that the kid having his heel turn even after 20 years does feel like a big swerve and for me having having a new film or a trilogy of films that are focused on the seven deadly sins, which are such an inherently Christian con- construct in a series of films that are so based in humanism and science fiction, that didn't sit particularly right with me. The The idea of humans being the ones who behave like idiots and end up fucking it up and start causing problems, I really liked. But it being the seven deadly sins did not work for me very much at all
1: well boys it was um, a good pitch I'm gonna sit back and think, uh, considering that is the core of my pitch I'm gonna accept the big <laughs> fucking al on that one and go back to the drawing room for next episode see you in oh. that episode boys well Bye. we'll see just wait until you
0: hear the negative stuff I have to say about the other two
1: I'm fucking hoping it's good
0: <laughs> Um. so Ross I think I, I liked all three titles, um, which is a plus. Um, Sati being programmed to be love is a bit of a retcon.
2: Um, she not created sure the how sun at the, the end of the first movie. At the end yeah, of the third movie. The, the sun isn't powered by love. <laughs> but it, she she create. trust me.
1: It is. Right, trust carry him, on. Is. <laughs> I've done a lot of
2: research on that Just... character, and you can look it up on the internet, but yeah, fine. Okay.
1: Oh god. Fine. It
0: look, okay, it didn't fit my read. (laughs) Okay. She was love. They she they they loved her because they created her. But anyway, um I liked Carrie Ann Moss being an agent and even if that wasn't particularly explained, I enjoyed that. I didn't enjoy Morpheus having a cameo at the beginning of the film and getting get in a car crash him. and then never showing up again. <laughs> he will be in the next movie. That's why I'm he sure says that's first... I spent the whole thing like when
2: is Lawrence Fishman coming back? And he doesn't. <laughs> he might do, I did forget about him, but like he might do it. like maybe he goes and sees him or something. I don't know. There you go. He can he can be in the first movie if you want. Okay. Um <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, I, I think I do think it takes a while to get into the action, and then it's action, 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 action. End of movie. Um, it had yeah. a feeling of that, and like like I said earlier, oh wait, no, no, no. another thing that I really did like, I really liked that. In, so in the same way that I really liked Matt's, because it was humans, some humans being dicks, fucking things up, I really, really liked that you had some machines being good and developing that sentience and starting to recognize that Mm. and so i really love both of those and who knows when just after this episode releases and we go to the cinema and we watch matrix resurrections it may well be (laughs) exactly as you've done it and it's everything that happened in the other movies was another level of control and it's all been fake for the previous three movies so this one they can get out God, I hope it's not that. I hope it's not that because that just immediately I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, the stuff in the Matrix happens. It's just a cyclical experience that is constantly trying to make the other Matrixes the perfect Matrix machine.
0: No, no, no. I, I, I get that. But it 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 makes me feel like it makes me feel like the previous three films achieved nothing. Yeah, or like It is it, just that's just how it comes across to me. Anyway, and all of the titles you pitched were fucking <laughs> shit.
3: <laughs> Damn, <laughs> man, that was the trilogy: buffering, control, delete, and alt F four or something, what was it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, did did not like the the titles. Um, also, the the machines being able to be printed to go into the real world. Um, it felt it felt a little bit terminator to begin with and it went away from that which is good but then it, it that was still kind of there the architect still like res uh not resurrections oh my god revolutions ends with the architect saying he won't break the truce and that's quite He's a machine, though, significant anyway. line he is a machine, and this is exactly what I was about to say. In, initially, I was like, oh, I don't I don't like that because he said he wouldn't break the truce because he considers himself better than humans who would lie and cheat. But I can see an argument to be made for the architect having a prime directive in his code, which is to try and perfect the Matrix. And so I, I can accept that. But that's something I've added to your pitch, not that you added for me. Um, you got, so uh, I you got what I was in. saying, and you know,
3: sorry. I started the sentence, uh, you, you did just did finished, you finished
0: it. it. That was it. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I think, I do think that yours was. It felt really quite convoluted, um, and like Neo's body is there, but isn't that in the Matrix? So that wouldn't be his physical body. But then his mind can still go back into it, and uh, uh, and uh, yeah, it, it kind of I I liked I liked the fact that there's a human machine hybrid at the end, and again it's fan, it's fantastic. Matt's oh. is humans doing interesting stuff. Ross is, has machines doing interesting stuff, and you are melding the two
3: together. Which yeah, is I didn't like... I didn't tell you about Tilly, but you, you the, the history of yeah, yeah, Tilly, yeah, I, I guess. I was trying to think basically what would be interesting, and she's the first, she's the first human. Program offspring that was she basically like in that was she was made in the matrix as she has the ability to go in and out of the matrix. So someone fucked a machine basically. I was thinking then, like, like, the, <laughs> g- like the woman, the woman in the red dress, and I was a bit like, I was thinking of her, like, oh, but um, no, she's she's yeah, basically, she's the first offspring of like you know, people, a program of, a, a program of people, yeah, maybe they try to make peace, um, and nothing happened, but yeah, she's she's that, and oh, then she something goes. happened i'm not even throwing Someone an che- objection che- into go. that i feel like that is actually
2: making
1: <laughs> his pitch worse than better so i'm not i'm not throwing an objection
0: <laughs> <into>. <laughs> um but yeah so we're we're steaming towards an hour and 25 minutes so i have to make a decision and i i really don't know where to go i think it's gonna have to be i think i said something similar in the knives out episode where I said, like, there are plot holes and there are issues in... that, I have issues. I have... This is all personal. It, or, You guys, please don't take it personally, because this is all my completely subjective opinion. And I'm sure that we have listeners for whom all... Respectively, all three of you, your pitches were the shit. Um, I had issues with all three, and so I'm just kind of looking at it in terms of... If I bought one of these scripts, if I, if I have to buy one of these scripts, which one is going to cost me the least in hiring script doctors to get it to where to get it into something that I, as the as the figurehead of the Matrix movies going <laughs> forwards, being a straight white dude, ooh, um, feel like it should go and. Oh God, they would all need a quite a lot of work, but I think it's Andy. Yay! Oh my God.
3: Yeah. Because for uh, buffering, I... coming to a cinema near you. God, it, it awful title. Awesome. Was... It was yeah yeah oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah no those New those t- we'll steal one of yeah. the other titles
0: we we'll call it Enter the Matrix. Fuck that! I'll no, no, I mean, um,
1: stab you if you touch my tiles. <laughs> I don't want your game
3: <laughs> title. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like. I was really torn, really torn there between Matt and Andy because mats like i said the seven deadly sins would have to go but the hot button topics for me in this would need to be either human beings fucking shit up because if you read the news especially if you read the news in the uk at the moment human beings fuck shit up all the time and we're really (laughs) terrible at doing good things that we should do for the world but another hot button topic which is more thematically linked with the original three is human beings melding with technology and that is an angle that i can see i i i from my perspective i think it would need a lot of work but that's just where i am this time around hey so there we go well done andy (laughs) andy Mm. what movie are
3: we going to be watching and pitching for oh, next time oh no i was just remember what we would be pitching next week <laughs> oh god all right it's meant to be a surprise do it oh. again and pretend like we don't all know <laughs> no what we're no they
0: know like. <laughs> that we plan this ahead So i'm leaving all of this in uh,
3: get ready for <laughs> god damn this is gonna be a terrible movie we're gonna be watching the new to disney plus christmas special home sweet home alone good god Ooh. good god i already we go. hate it because we'll talk about it next week but oh no
0: yeah will it be another christmas classic <laughs> like the original or will it be a christmas crapper i'm really i'm very sorry <laughs> i'm stuff. very sorry about that <laughs> yes. um if, even if the film's bad though we do have some wonderful news uh, because Alex Gilston's going to be coming back and, and joining in and guest judging hey, next time. Yay! Hey, yes, hey. yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so, um, yeah, listen out for in a, a couple of days' time. We are going to have our... um. Wait, no, hang on. Release date, fuck me. Uh, is it on the 18th?
1: revolutions is on the (laughs) 10th
0: okay right so um also just before the home alone keep a listen keep a a weather ear to the horizon um because in hopefully just a couple of days time we are gonna have our spider-man no way home spoiler cast for everyone to listen to hope you're all very excited for that and so with that it is time to say goodbye. I'm going to say very quickly, if you are enjoying this, please, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It is, it is a huge help when people do. We really, really appreciate everyone who has given us all of our five star reviews Wee. thus far. People seem to really like it. Three of them may well be my mum, but people, <laughs> but she likes it enough to have made three Apple accounts and rated it five stars. Towards. She could have given worse. Then. That's um, good, yeah. <laughs> You can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by searching Sequel Pitch. And we would love to hear from you and hear any of your thoughts on everything that we've spoken about this this recording. And so with no further ado, we will say goodbye from our winner this week, Andy Henry.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good. It's a terrible laugh.
1: I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> goodbye from admirable runner-up number one, Matt Rushton.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, not gonna compete, I'm not going to compete. I'm not going to compete with the bloody Agent Smith. <laughs>
0: and goodbye from admirable runner-up number two, Ross Armstrong.
2: You hear that sound, Mister Anderson? That is the sound of the Matrix Control Alt Delete. <laughs> that is the sound of its death. <laughs> goodbye, Mister Anderson.
1: <clears throat>
0: and goodbye from me. We will see you next time. Bye! 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 Bye. Can,
3: everyone, can everyone do their best world? their best neo world. First. Whoa, 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 whoa.